pod people, you are listening to The Universe Unhinged, your weekly news for all things bizarre. I'm Chris. And I'm Liz. So I was putting Bailey to bed before I came down here to do this wonderful pod with you, the first of the new year. Woo! Happy 2023? Yes, 2023. And he was telling me... um, that there were aliens on Mars. (laughs) And I said, oh, really? What do they look like? And he's like, they're bald, like daddy. (laughs) Well. I'm like, okay, so there's like thousands of these aliens and they're bald like daddy. And he's like, yeah, but they have sharp teeth. And I said, oh, are they mean aliens? Because no, they're they're vegetarians. Wow. Nice aliens that live on Mars, apparently, that are vegetarians. Uh, and I can't, he said something else about them. I, Man, the things kids say, though, I wish I, I need to start writing it down. Do you think that he's privy to, like, some information that we adults just don't know? Like, you know how people are like, yeah, my kids can see ghosts. Or yeah. they're yeah. aware that they're reincarnated and they lived so many lives before. I, well, I don't agree with that one. But, yeah, I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> about, like, the other because... Sometimes, more so when he was younger, he would just say random things. And he there was, like, a little boy that lived down inside the pipes, apparently. And mm. he would talk to him. And he had even had a name for him. I can't remember the name now, but I was like, okay, okay this that's is weird. a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Where do they come up with it? It's almost like it has to be real. Where else would you have found this? Well, sort I of guess story in their out? imagination, it, it kind sure. of is for sure. But he would also feed Cheerios to Bigfoot, who he said lived down our vents. So I mean, there's that. Too. <laughs> there's that too. Is there yeah. really a Bigfoot that lives in our vent? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I'd also used to talk to your feet and think I that your feet would talk back to me. I was just going to say that. So, <laughs> kids are, kids do the darndest things. You talk to some other things too, but we'll leave that out. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, my feet was definitely, I remember. Did you physically, uh, did you believe that they were talking to you? I don't know, but I remember feeling a kinship with your feet. So does that. Oh my gosh. So there was something going on unseen there. Kids. Oh man. Speaking of kids though, your niece Zuzu is doing very good. She's Is she? She is now nine years old. And 30 ounces. Okay. And <laughs> so let's tell our audience uh, who's what Zuzu is. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter. What do you mean what she is? <laughs> your 30 ounce pound. Your, 30 o- your daughter who weighs she's... 30 ounces. <laughs> she's underfed. Um, here. <laughs> Malnourished. Can, can you hear this sound at all? I can hear the sweet sounds of Zuzu. Okay, she's eating right now. I gotta feed her because it's almost her bedtime. But anyway, she is a Tamagotchi that my wonderful sister got me for Christmas. <laughs> and we're, we've, this is what, um, your fourth? 
She. This is the third well, one. This is my fourth. My third niece. Third. My third niece. We had Zippy. Um, Zippy unfortunately did not make it past day one because <laughs> I left her. She's a needy guy. Well, I kind of girl. forgot about her on New Year's Eve and left her in the backpack when we went out for our New Year's <laughs> Eve celebration and forgot about her. So she's needy. <laughs> So she died a very early death. Um, and then there was Ziggy. Ziggy lasted. She was 10 years old when she died. Oh. I did have a couple episodes with her. I left her home um, from work one day when I went to work and I forgot about her. So oh. I texted Dan real quick. I was like, I left my Tamagotchi. You have to take care of it. And he's like, uh, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, you have to. She's going to die. There is no world in which I can imagine Dan being like, sure. Let me go take care of Ziggy right now. And then I cannot imagine him tending to her throughout the day. He texted me back and he's like, she pooped. What do I do? And I'm like, this sounds like our real child all over again. But, um, so yeah, he did, he asked, he's like, she pooped, what do I do? And I said, well, there's a, a rubber duck, like a duck icon. You have to click on the duck and then I'll give her a bath and wash the poop away. So he said Bailey actually did that for me, wash the poop away. Um, and then He found out. The whole family is in on this parenting. Yeah, so I had no clue. So she did survive. (laughs) She did survive, fortunately, when I came home. Um, But I think it was the next day or the day after, she was wrapped up inside my electric, the heated blanket, and I didn't realize it, and it overheated. You cooked her? (laughs) You cooked (laughs) Ziggy? I couldn't find her and I was looking everywhere and then finally I found it and it was it was so hot like it was burning my hand and then I'm like why does it look faded like the the icons were all faded and I could barely see anything and I'm like okay well maybe just overheat it I need to let it sit for a minute (laughs) so I let it sit and then I come back 10 minutes late. No, it was about an hour later. I come back about an hour later. I'm like, okay, well, it looks fine now. So I fed her, played the little games and everything. And then... <laughs> Meanwhile, she's burning inside. <laughs> her insides are on fire. I kid you not. It was five minutes later I came in and she had died. <laughs> oh, my so I don't know if that was a coincidence or not, but she died. Wow. All right. We should, you should take a poll, folks. We're going to post a poll on how long you think Zuzu has given the history of the previous, of her two predecessors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this, this episode may not be posted for a few days, so she could be dead by then. (laughs) And, and I already lost her down inside the couch. I could not find her. I dropped her in the couch and Dan had to like, we had to pull up the upholstery. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Do you hear that? Yes. She's sleeping. So I got to turn off her light. Hang on. Okay. Her light's off. Oh my god. So that means she'll be asleep now until like nine in the morning. So. 
I gotta tell you, I had no idea that Tamagotchis were so much worse. Oh, yeah. That you had, I had no clue. And even what you just said about, like, you have to hose her off with the rubber, there's a rubber ducky, you have to clean <laughs> off her poop. Like, I had no idea there was so many different options. Well, like, when I... Because you've only got three buttons there. Yeah, you know, it's not right. like, there's a lot to, I, I don't know, I guess. So, Tamagotchi was released in 1997. November of 1997, right before Christmas, and Tamagotchi was a huge success. Just, like, every... I don't know a single girl in my school that did not have a Tamagotchi. I mean, it was crazy. Um, So, yeah, and I'm pretty sure none of my Tamagotchis probably lived very long back then either. Um <laughs> I would even probably say the ones I have now have probably outlived the ones I had then. <laughs> Just because now I'm like, okay, I got to read the instructions. Like, how do I take care of it? What do mm-hmm. I do? And back then, nobody yep. who reads instructions. You're just trying to figure things out and, you know, yes. whatever. But Killing Tamagotchis left and right. Yeah. No cares. <laughs> <laughs> this, I'm like, no, you're going to live. You're going to live. <laughs> But the average lifespan for Tamagotchi is only 12 years. So if you look at it that oh, way, I okay. mean, Ziggy had a good, long, healthy life. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years. All right. And Zuzu here is coming up on, she's nine. She'll be 10 tomorrow. So we'll see if she oh. outlives uh, Ziggy. Sweet but, Zuzu. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like I said, I would love to do a poll just to show people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll do a poll. If it's not for if it's not for Zuzu here, it'll be for the next one that I name. (laughs) So Yeah. See how long she lives. But thank you for (laughs) this nostalgic uh, Christmas present. I love it. (laughs) Yes. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Oh, that's good. So I'm going to do... I, can I read you a story that I wrote? I would love... I love your stories. Do you have a voice to go with it? Um, hmm, Not really. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Well, that's okay. You just... You, I still think that you should be a voice actor. So, but that's fine. Well, we'll that's see how it opinion. goes as I read it. This is one... Okay. This is one that I wrote, and then we're going to talk about it, okay? Okay, cool. I'm in. This is called Graveyard Chicken. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Hit me with it. All right. Graveyard Chicken. Once upon a time, there were two sisters named Sarah and Emily. They they were both very adventurous and loved to explore new places. One day, they decided to explore an old abandoned graveyard on the outskirts of their small town. As they walked through the graveyard, admiring the old headstones and statues, they suddenly heard a loud clucking noise. They followed the noise and found a small, white chicken trapped in a fence. The sisters immediately knew they had to help the chicken, so they worked together to free it from the fence. But. As they were trying to free the chicken, they noticed that the graveyard gates had closed and locked behind them. They were trapped. Panic set in as the sisters realized they were stuck in the graveyard overnight with nothing but a chicken for company. But they soon found that the chicken, whom they named Snowball, was quite a comforting companion. They huddled together for warmth, 
and Sarah used her jacket to make a shelter for them. As the night went on, strange noises and shadows seemed to lurk around every corner. But Snowball was there to comfort them, and they soon found that the graveyard was not as scary as they had initially thought. The next morning, the graveyard caretaker found the sisters and Snowball and unlocked the gates for them. They were able to return home safely, and Snowball became a beloved pet for the sisters. From that day on, Sarah and Emily always felt a special bond with Snowball and would often return to the graveyard, not out of fear, but out of fond memories of the adventure they shared with their feathered friend. The end. <laughs> that was very cute. What's the meaning behind it? What led you to it? <laughs> okay. Have you heard of something called Chat GPT? I've never heard of this. No. Do you remember? I don't remember which podcast it was, but it was like one or two, maybe maybe two episodes ago, something like that, where I, we had talked about AI and how it, they could write stories and things like that and books even. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Do you yeah, kind of yeah. remember this? Kind of. Bit? Yes. Kind of. Little. So yeah, there's, yeah. there's a, um, there's an AI program that was released in November. It's called ChatGPT. And that is how I wrote this story. So we're going to, I'm going to, first I'm going to tell oh, you what I did. Stop. And oh my gosh. Wait, you didn't actually write this I story? I didn't actually own? write that story. No. So thank God, because I was like, what kind of bizarre <laughs> story did she just share with me? Is this like she's like going to launch a children's book off of this? <laughs> Am I supposed to be like wildly impressed when there's like not really a lot of lot to go off of? Oh, man. Um, that was fun. OK, great. So anyway, this is uh, what I did is I wrote. I have the chat pulled up right now and I put, write me a story about two sisters trapped in a graveyard with a chicken. That was what I said. <laughs> and that was the story it gave me. Which wow. is crazy. Um, so this is a free version. You can only, I think you can only write like up to 500 words at most with this particular one. And if you choose to, to purchase it, you can, I mean, write full blown books and one guy, he even wrote, he wrote a, a children's book already. It's been published. Um, Holy cow. With pictures. They There's also, this is what? what's crazy. You can have it draw a picture for you and you can say, I could say, draw me, paint me a picture using Van Gogh style of two sisters and a chicken. And it would paint what? me a picture of two sisters and a chicken Van Gogh style. Okay, so I just want to say this is great for the inventor of the AI system, but <laughs> yeah, the what but, the are but. people? So, like, if I created the AI system, great. Like, I'm a I'm a engineer, like a magic mm -hmm. worker. I'm the creative there. But what is so this guy who was published by writing this book by basically just telling the AI system what to do? What is he getting out of that, dude? Does he actually feel like he's a creative human being? Because See, of that? that's the thing. And artists are already they're they're mad, and I don't blame them as a writer myself. It's kind of totally. infuriating because it's taking away from you know real human beings <laughs> that are creating 
And now you yes. have AI that's capable of being able to do it. Now, this is all just the beginning of it. But think about what this could potentially do, um, you know, in the future, because this particular program, Chat GPT, is it learns. So you can basically what whatever you type in now, um, you know, it'll learn the more that you use it. Does that make sense? So yes, yeah. So it's, it's gonna, gonna it's, it's really gonna bizarre. expand its vocabulary. It's probably emotional bandwidth will expand as it learns new emotions. So I want you to think of something just off the top of your head right now, and I'll type it in, and we'll see what it comes up with. Okay. Um, am I coming up with like a story, like what you said, like two girls in a graveyard? It could be anything. Do you want a story, a question, maybe whatever you want. What do you want it to be? Like, I can ask it a question and it will answer my question? Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, interesting. This is so exciting. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Just ask it, does it have a secret hunch on how it's going to die? Does it? Yeah. Does chat GPT have a secret hunch on how it's going to die? Yes. That's what I ask people all the time. That's like my go-to group question. That's what I would ask a close friend. ChatGPT is your new close friend. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see. I mean, depending on how it answers, maybe. <laughs> As an artificial intelligence, I do not have a physical body and therefore cannot die in the traditional sense. I am a computer program that can continue to operate as long as there is power and a functioning system to run it. Okay. Well, <laughs> that was very robotic of it. Okay. Um, let's think of a story. Okay. Let's do an old woman who's a teacher who believes her students to be secret FBI agents. Okay. <laughs> See if it'll generate our story for us. All right. Story is generating. This is crazy. This is, I'm like, I'm so excited to see what this does. Okay. Once upon a time, there was an old woman named Mrs. Smith who was a retired school teacher. She had spent her entire career teaching in inner city schools and had grown to love her students deeply. However, in her old age, she began to develop a strange belief. She came to believe that her former students were actually undercover FBI agents sent to keep an eye on her. Despite her odd beliefs, Mrs. Smith continued to teach, offering free tutoring sessions to any student who needed it. She would spend hours upon hours grading papers and preparing lesson plans, convinced that her teachings were helping to keep her country safe. <laughs> One day, a group of her former students came to visit her. They had all grown up and gone on to successful careers, but they had never forgotten the impact that Mrs. Smith had on their lives. They told her how much they appreciated her dedication and hard work and how grateful they were for the lessons she had taught them. But Mrs. Smith could not shake her belief that they were FBI agents. She, <laughs> she thanked them for their words, but she couldn't help but feel a sense of unease. She couldn't help but wonder if they had come to spy on her to make sure she wasn't a threat to national security. <laughs> <laughs> Despite her belief, Mrs. Smith never wavered in her dedication to her students. <laughs> she continued to teach and mentor them until the end of her days, 
always convinced that they were FBI agents. <laughs> but also, so wait a second. But also knowing deep down that they were something much more important. They were her children. <laughs> Sounds like a loony tune. <laughs> oh man, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo! That was awesome. <laughs> Good job, chat GPT. <laughs> that was actually great. That is wildly impressive. So, I mean, just think about like all the, I don't know, the bad <laughs> this could potentially be. Like I said, for artists, um, I've actually noticed um because i do i do ghostwriting for blogs and i am 100 percent convinced that this is the reason that i've seen a drop in articles because people i think are using <gasps> oh. chat gpt to um help them write their articles so basically you could you know type in like the topic whatever it is which I'm awful at outlines, so don't get me wrong. It's actually pretty good if you just want an outline um, because it'll wow. give you, like, points for every single thing, which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, think about, like, kids in school. Who knows? Could they could they get away with using this to write, a, like, a full paper? <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. This is... I, I like, it's unbelievable. So, and I'm also thinking, I mean, you know, you talked about for books, but too, but it's also for writing lyrics. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's mm. all, are all types oh, of different okay. artists. Wait, wait, that, let's try a song. Let's see if it'll write us a song. Um, and then also, real quick mm -hmm. question, if you know. So if I put in, so say I put in under song, I write love. A boy loves a girl. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you put in a boy loves a girl. Is it going to give us two different stories or two different songs, or is it going to give us the same song? So that's the question, isn't it? And that's potentially why I say that it's learning. Um, because if you were to put in a topic, say I want say I was going to write a topic on, um, televisions, um, uh, most likely it's going to be the exact same thing on televisions. Um, wow. we can, we can try that. We can do, let's try a song real quick and then we can do the same song and see if it does it like the exact same thing. So what did okay. we want our song to be about? Hmm. Hillbillies moving to the city. <laughs> song on hillbillies moving. Where have I heard this one before? Hmm. Have you? I, what? <laughs> <laughs> I oh, listen to a story about a man named Jed. <laughs> I don't know this song. The what is that Hillbillies. song? Oh my gosh! I wasn't even. Th I literally didn't keep his family fed. <laughs> All right, maybe it'll give us that. Insert Beverly Hillbilly song here. <laughs> Did it say that? No, that's what I'm gonna do. Oh, uh, okay, okay. That would be hilarious if it came up with that. Hillbilly's moving <laughs> to the city. Let's see. All right, verse one. Packing up our bags and leaving our home, heading out to the city. We're all alone. I don't know how what what tune this would be to, but it's a song, a tune, yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. All right. Um, leave behind the fields and the holler. Head to bright lights, we're gonna foller. Here's the chorus. 
We're hillbillies moving to the city, leaving behind our old ways and our pity. We're going to make a life for ourselves in our concrete jungle. We'll find our wealth. That's the that's the chorus. And then verse two is, we'll trade in our boots for some shiny shoes and our overalls for some fancy suits. We'll learn to talk different and walk the walk. We're going to leave our past behind and talk. And then it's back to the chorus. And then the bridge, we'll leave behind the mountains and the streams, but we'll take with us our memories. We'll adapt to the fast pace and the noise. We'll make a new life and we'll make some boys. What? We'll make some boys. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not sure what is going on in this song. <laughs> but apparently boys will be made. <laughs> boys will be made because they're going to the city. That's what you do in the city, right? According to the AI system, it somehow thinks that city people make more boys than country people. Wow. Honestly, aside from that though, that was really impressive. It's like it like knows that there's suits in the city, like people tra- yeah. trade in our, you know, whatever for suits in the city. Exactly. Like it knows the difference between the mountains and the city. Okay. I, that's crazy. So now I'm going to do the exact same thing and see if it came up with the exact same song. No, it's actually different. Wow. Yeah, it's different. Hillbillies moving to the city, leaving behind the hollers and the trees, leaving behind the country life for the bright lights and the city breeze. They're leaving behind the past for a brand new start. Hillbillies moving to the city with an open heart. So, yeah, it's different. That's so crazy. I just like this is crazy to me. I'm like, so how do we know if any artist is a real artist anymore? You don't. (laughs) They're blowing smoke at my rear end so bad, I'm sending off smoke signals. Wow. <laughs> this is bizarre. Oh, I just feel like everything's becoming more and more of a lie. Everything. Yeah. Nothing is real. No, we're living in a simulation right now as we speak. Wow. I don't doubt it. <laughs> that feels more real than... Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So I had I had to, to share that chat... GPT is what it's called. Wow. But, oh my gosh, I can't wait to tell Dylan about this. He's going to be, like, as a musician, too, he's going to have some feelings. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure anybody that's an artist out there has some feelings. <laughs> and again, it's just, like, irritates me that, that people are taking credit for this. Like, it would be one thing if there was some comp. I would almost prefer it to be a company that's, like, I created this chat GP- GPAT. And G-Pat. chat GPAT is putting out, what is it? Yeah, whatever. GPT. And GPT. And they're putting out, um, chat GPT authored this book. Chat GPT wrote this song and is almost like a company versus mm. Dan yeah. Dan Smith wrote this yes. book. But really all Dan Smith did was put in the, na- the, the idea into chat GPT exactly. and then chat GPT did the work. Yeah. Anyway. So like, because you have to Dan. think about too where... Where is the AI, where's the computer pulling this from? They're pulling it from pre-existing work. It can't pull nothing from nothing. You know what I mean? It's pulling it from from stuff on the internet that's already out there. So in a way, would you call that plagiarism or no? I'm I'm literally asking that as a question. Or is it... Definitely not. I was going to say, or is it the same thing that kind of authors do? Where exactly where we build on things that we already know as well, like 
No story is original. Every story out there has been retold in some way, shape, or form. Um, So would you agree then that it's it's kind of doing that in the same way? Yes. I don't think it's plagiarizing at all. I think it's I think art is just a recreation of another art over and over and over again, and they're all just building off of each other. They're all learning and growing from one another, or inspired by another thing. Like art inspires art. Yeah, and and. That I don't think that that's plagiarism at all. And even think about the images, the one that does the images and all too, where you can, you know, basically write like a book and then have it do the the, the artwork and all for you. Yeah. Think about how it's getting those images. It's pulling from pre-existing images that are already out there and piecing them together, which is kind of weird when you think about it. But crazy, yes. Wow, that is a wild, wild ride. Who knows where we're going to be in 10 years? Yeah, so I, I'm glad I shared that. We had some fun with it. So I'm ready to hear what you have for us. And then and then I'll well, give you a little something I have at the end. But This is uh, kind of a good segue. You talked about the internet a little bit. And here we are. I'm going to take us to a different crevice of the internet okay. today. Today, we're going to talk about the dark web. Dun, dun, dun. I was just going to do dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, question for you. Have you ever been on the dark web? Um, Am I allowed to answer that question on podcast? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Well, like, even that. Oh, anyway. Okay, yes. So is that a yes or a no? No, or I you... honestly have not. Fingers crossed. No, okay. just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> well, okay. So it sounds like, do you know anything about the dark web? Like, do you have a longstanding This is my of it, knowledge or... of the dark web. I picture now, yes. like I, I honestly have never been on the dark web, but I pictured a place where creepy people go to, to sell children and to purchase <laughs> wives and to buy like exotic who knows what out there that's what i picture the dark web to be i don't know is that true (laughs) that is okay yes in part yes and let me also ask you this since it sounds like you don't you had about as much knowledge as i did about the dark web before i did this research how do you think one accesses the dark web um through some type of portal i don't know (laughs) (laughs) so like vortex opens up (laughs) okay well that sounds pretty complex which is what my my understanding was okay so i love that because before i did this research i would have told you two things that i thought i knew about the dark okay I thought, one, I thought that the dark web was like this small, shadowy pocket of the internet yeah. that just existed. We all knew it was there and like no one wanted to talk about it. But it was like this like cr- this like dirty little pocket, exactly. which is like totally wrong. Really? That's not true at all. It's actually quite large and we'll get to that. Can anybody access uh, it? So, right. So then my second assumption that I would have told you, I like, I thought you had to be like an Edward Snowden type. Yeah. National security clearance or like, like serious brain Or like you were a hacker, like some type of hacker. Oh, to hack in. Totally. Totally. To access the dark web. Um, But like, I mean, totally wrong. And there may be people (laughs) out there listening to this and they're like, okay, guys, come on. Like, I could have told you this. (laughs) But listen, I think that you guys are few and far between because I talked to my partner about this and asked him. He thought the same two assumptions Mm, before I went through this. So 
I feel like we are the sort of the prevailing idea. You know, the person to wrong. ask would be Dan because he's more internet savvy Girl. and like computer savvy. And when I decided to do this story, I thought of Dan and I thought of what Dan would have known or what he would have thought too. So I'm curious if you go back and talk. Do you to want him me to go get him? This comes out. Yes, let's do a little poll. Okay, let's I'm gonna pause, pause. Have him come on and answer these questions. All right, hang on, hang on. All right, he's here. Okay. Wait, first of all, this is, this is Dan, who's joining us today to answer some questions about the dark web. (laughs) Okay. So Daniel, quick poll. How big or small do you think the dark web is? Big. Okay. How big would you say? I guess really big. Okay. I'll take that. That's a guess. That's a, that's a better guess than what we had. And then... I'm eating cookies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how do you how do you think you would access the dark web on the magical web browser what is that like explain that what do you mean i don't know on a web browser just like a normal web browser yeah well i guess a special one i don't know he is actually very correct exactly and we can i'm eating my cookies can, <laughs> much closer than either one of us had so ding 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 on both accounts Thanks for your help in the poll. Thank you for the questions. They were wonderful. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you for being a great guest on the episode today. You're welcome. I'm eating iced oatmeal cookies. (laughs) Sponsored by. (laughs) Yes, sponsored by. They're school friendly. Made in a nut-free faculty. Oop, facility. (laughs) Facility. Oh, don't take my earphones. Bye. Bye. He's banned. (laughs) So we got nothing. (laughs) Okay. Well, he actually did uh, quite well on the poll. Better than any of us. So basically, there's three layers to the internet. So we've got the open web, which is what we all use. So we use the open web by going to Google, any like basic search engine that we all know of. Google, Yahoo, um, Bing, any of those ones. Yeah. That is considered the open web, and that makes up 4% of the internet. Then we've got the deep web. Not the dark web, but the deep web. And this is, so all private content is considered the deep web. Anything that um, is accessible uh, through like a search engine, but needs signing credentials Mm. to access. Okay. So just think anything private. But that makes up 80% of the internet. I don't, I can't even think of one where I would need to sign in, like, what would that be? I think it's like confident. I don't know, like anything confidential. Maybe like corporation, government, big businesses, okay. government, okay. anything like that. Yeah. And then we have the dark web, and this makes up six percent of the internet. So if you were doing the math, that means it makes up more of the internet than the internet that that we use every day. That's crazy. Totally. So and like I say, we assuming you are one of the like totally brave or super freaky people surfing the dark web (laughs) but heck if i know you guys may secondly the dark web um when i ask like how do you access it the dark web can be accessed in any home by simply using a different search engine than the ones that i mentioned so search engines uh specifically there's one called tor that's like the big one that everyone uses the uh, there's another one called i2p Hmm. and they all take uh, they all are used to access the web. Okay, is this legal? That's that would be my question. We're gonna get to that. Okay, We're gonna get to that. That's part of my. That's part of this. Okay. So, but before we get there, 
when I found out that like there was the search browser, because that blew my mind that because I thought you had to like download systems and technology. So when I learned that, I was like, well, maybe I'll give it a shot. But I couldn't bring myself to do it. I say, are you on some kind of list now? (laughs) I couldn't. I could not bring myself to do it. Should I even be associating Uh, with you right now? (laughs) (laughs) We're we're both going to get like uh, pictures sent to us right now of us inside of our homes. uh, And it's going to pop up on our uh, someone taking photos of us through the windows. Oh, so creepy. Oh, my gosh. I Oh, girl, it gets creepier. Okay. <laughs> so now that we know that the dark web makes up more of the internet than the open internet, and that it's just a few clicks away from anyone's laptop, we're going to talk about it, how it works, whether or not it's dangerous and or even illegal okay. to what you asked, and then what kind of things you can find on the dark web. Okay. Okay. So like I mentioned, Tor, that's the main browser that uh, most of the people who use the dark web use. And like I said, I didn't download it and I haven't gone to the dark web, but I did go to the Tor website and I got to tell you, it's incredibly warm and inviting. Like (laughs) I felt like I was, look, when I pulled up the website, I felt like I was about to purchase a resume builder or like a new ad, like home security camera system. (laughs) Like I expected that I would go to this website and it would look very sinister. It'd be like, the matrix webpage yeah. like all black with like those like green matrix yes. font no it wasn't like it was literally like t- like selling me something like very modern and sleek <laughs> uh, and it's free too that's the other thing so tor was originally developed in the late 1990s and it was developed um <clears throat> by and for the u.s navy intelligence Um, to keep their information private. So they wanted to use it to protect their information and communication from being intercepted or tracked. And so what makes Tor special is that there are three layers of encryption to it, and it gives you complete anonymity. So basically, you can access the dark web to communicate, share data, or engage in whatever online activities you'd like. So like you can upload videos, write, post, whatever. Buy things without the risk of being traced. Did you say, did you have to sign in? Is that what you said? You wait to tour. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. No, it's just like, it's it's literally just like a web browser. So think, do you have Mozilla? I used to. I don't use that. that it's w- that. that. was a while like, ago. Like, okay. Like, think like that. You literally would just download it just like you would Mozilla. Okay. And now it's your search engine. I was going to say, I know there's another one called DuckDuckGo. Okay. Um, it's like that. That people like, use it- outside of like Google because... Um, they worry that like Google is tracking them. Supposedly DuckDuckGo doesn't do that. I don't know. Okay. But well, Google is tracking you. Yeah. So for well, sure, I, rest assured I they are collecting agree. all of your data. Yeah. <laughs> like there is no question. Yeah. So like in exactly with that, like that right there with that in mind, we can see why the dark web is tempting for normal people, like normal, very vanilla people such as you or I, like people <laughs> who aren't doing anything sinister, but like, we like the idea of privacy being offered when we're on the web and it's compelling. And honestly, you could even make the argument that it's, it is important to have that as a way of exercising freedom. Don't you hate the people that say, well, I have nothing to hide. I I hate it when people say that because it's like, you're the reason that we should be concerned about our freedoms. (laughs) Yes, yeah, if well, you're willing I mean, to give it up because you're not hiding anything, then that's oh, that makes me so angry. I can, I totally agree. 
I totally That's agree. not the I point. That, <laughs> yes, exactly. The point is we have a right to our privacy. Yeah. That's our, the point. So, and in, in, like I said, in that light, like you can see why the dark web is a, is kind of an important piece of exercising freedom in like this weird way, which we'll get to. It's, it'll, it, even though it's super freaky. Hmm. Is the dark web illegal? Basically, no, it's not illegal. You can very freely, you can legally browse the spaces on the dark web. You or I could download it right now, get on there and browse, and it's totally legal. But it is dangerous. Um, You might not be looking to do anything illegal, and you may just like want to innocently cruise the internet anonymously. You're more than welcome to do so. But there are a lot of people out there who are using it for totally illegal yeah, activity yeah. and like repulsive, disgusting things are going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they're working in the shadows with you. So like that illegal activity exists right next to you. So just by using it, you're putting yourself at, at more risk of unintentionally engaging in that illegal activity. You stumble across something that you didn't mean to. And now you're culpable. And who who profits from that? Like from the um, that itself? Do you know? Like Google well, has like its own. You know, like who pro- who would profit from using the dark web per se? Anybody? Well, it runs on donations. Okay. Um, so the website, so Tor itself runs on donations. Um, so I can say that, and then. I don't know what you mean in terms of profit. I will, so I don't know if that helps, but also um, people who are using it, um, I'll get into this in a little bit, but the black market on there um, makes up 40% of the dark web in whole. Mm, So that's like a trading of money right there. Like it's just a marketplace, a black marketplace. So there's money to be made and exchanged. Um, but anyway, just like in terms of the dangers of the dark web, also, you know, I talked about the anonymity it offers and, you know, Tor being very powerful in that regard, but it's not infallible, which means you, by using the dark web, by using Tor, even Mm -hmm. you open yourself up to being hacked by someone with way more advanced computer skills than you do, because those peoples are working on the dark web and they're probably more advanced in technology than people like you or I are. And they're looking for people to hack into. So you're like that is what they're more on the dark so web. than using like Google, if you were to use that, like you would, you might be more prone to getting hacked by using one of the others than using like Google. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Okay. Because they are, they have more anonymity on the dark gotcha. web than they do on say Google. Okay. So they are more protected from being traced by hacking into you if you are on the dark web. Yeah. So they look for people who don't have that much protection on the dark web because they have more protection on the dark oh, web. Wow. So let's talk about what you'll find on the dark web. So like I said, black markets alone make up 40% of the dark web, which is wild. <laughs> Some of the things that they sell. So let's, like, you know, have you ever just like wanted to be someone totally different? Run away, change your identity, and just <laughs> run away. That will cost you $1,000 to get a total identity You change. know, actually, that's not a bad price. <laughs> it's honestly, we're going to get to some of the other prices. You're like, that's not bad. Okay, you can it's get a bank account log. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you can get a bank account login with a minimum of $2,000. So they'll give you the login information for a bank account, minimum of $2,000 in the bank account for just $40. It'll cost you 40 bucks. What? Is this a scam? 
No, this is legit. There's actually a website with um like a ton of like it, it like there was this website that I found that was legitimized. They roll it out every year where they talk about the different prices on the black market and they pull a bunch of data to get the average prices. Why do they why what do they gain from giving you more money than you spend? So Dylan asked the same thing and I was like, great question, because there's more risk in using the $2,000 using the bank account. So instead of them using the bank accounts over and over and over and over again and risk getting caught that because way, it's basically they go, stolen money or exactly. Okay. They go, no, no, we'll give you, you can take the money and do with it what you want gotcha. and figure out a way to access it, but we'll give you the access to it. Oh, okay. It's, it's safer for them to just collect the 40 bucks wow. and continue to do that. <laughs> um, you want a credit card, just a, a credit card that someone <laughs> signed up for? That'll cost you $17. Oh, my gosh. So this is where our stolen identities are going to. Yes. Exa- and honestly, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, after I did this, after I did this research, I changed all my passwords <gasps> for my stuff. Did you really? Yes, I did. Because I was like, this is legit. Like, this is exactly where that stuff goes. Holy wow. crap. Um, there's they are making so much money off of people like me who use the same password for six years <laughs> and like that's and I, they find it I just yeah I, I changed all of them wow. so anyway would recommend Good 10 out of 10 you. would recommend that <laughs> <laughs> um so and then okay you want someone to hack a social media or an email that'll cost you 80 dollars engagement on social media so you want more likes yes, on your social media yes, posts. yes we do you want <laughs> you want more listens to that spot that podcast that spotify yeah that will that will cost you six dollars per one thousand engagement oh wow so isn't that cra- i know right i told this to dylan and he was like that's pretty tempting <laughs> i was <know>. like <laughs> I'm going to pay $6 to have people like me. Yay. <laughs> Come on, guys. Oh don't make gosh. us do that. Don't make us go to the dark web. Please go to Spotify right now and leave us some stars. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so good. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay. A couple more things. You want a U.S. driver's license. That's $100. <laughs> um and then you want a hitman that'll cost you up to 20 grand so wow <laughs> you can find everything on here you can find drugs guns a hitman like i said you can even purchase obviously the most repulsive of all things human beings themselves yeah yeah you can purchase organs all these things I, um, I have another question but i'm gonna wait and see if you answer it first so I'm, I'm not, I was going to go into just some examples of some terrifying things, like some terrifying stories, horror stories. Okay. Um, so go with the questions. What questions you got? Why can't this stuff be stopped? Like what is causing, like, so FBI? the FBI is on there. Poli- they are on there. Yeah. They are on there. And they did, um, oh my gosh, I can't remember. They just did a major bust that I read about. Uh, was it drug bust? Oh no, it was, a, it was a trafficking bust. Hmm. Um, and and then they also did a drug bust too and or no sorry it was a gun bust and they had purchased a thousand of the gun they purchased a thousand of the guns from this these people themselves and they ended up bringing them down they also brought down a sex trafficking ring that i read about so like they're doing the work okay but it's hard because they are so that's why they're on this page because it's so encrypted 
you can't trace people on the dark web if they don't want to be traced, period. Wow. That's the crazy part. And so, you know, they talked about having additional security. Like I said, if you or I went on there, it's not infallible. Um, you know, no one's collecting our data the way Google is. You know, all of our data oh, every yeah. time we go on Google is being is consumed and sold. How do we know that they're not selling that to the black market? I mean, I don't know they could. <laughs> I don't know. Great. I mean, I, I it's I don't know if they would be gaining anything from that, but like maybe I don't know. Why isn't someone stopping them? And it's because they can't be traced. So, and there's all these different ways. So like I said, it's not infallible. You or I could go on there and someone with higher tech skills could easily, could, could trace us and hack into our computer. And you'll see some of these stories that I'll share with you of examples of that. But again, they're not selling our data. Now there is ways that you, there are so many ways that you can get additional protection when you're on the dark web. Um, there's VPNs. So I don't know if you know what a VPN is, but you can get VPNs and add those to your computer, which will make you even more untraceable. Okay. Um, and then again, the more tech tech experience and knowledge you have, the more anonymity you can get. Have you ever been on online and all of a sudden like a certain web browser or something just stopped working? Has that ever happened to you? Yes. Yes, so it has. So why why can't they completely just like shut down the dark web like uh, that browser i guess there I are know. people who lobby well because first off number one the government still uses it they use this as a way to send confidential information and not only that um like i said this is a matter of freedom so we have a large portion of people who lobby and advocate mm. And go to, um, you know, literally like petition and act or activists for protecting the dark web because they believe it's a matter of freedom. It's a matter of our rights. Would you say that it's all bad or no? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, you'll find, you know, some of the examples that I read about journalists were a great example where their sources, um, so someone who's a whistleblower, they want mm. to remain completely anonymous. Um, or they've got sources for stories that want to remain completely anonymous. They will connect on the dark web to give want to give the other person complete protection. Wow. Again, exchanging communication. So anything, you know, government security wise, they use these browsers to exchange communication so that it can't be intercepted. There are a lot of you know, I can see and then there's just normal people who want to use it because they don't want their information sold. Yeah. And they don't want to be traced. The same way when I call you on the phone, I don't want someone listening in on it. Not because we're saying anything bad. Yeah, it's just but because I just want that privacy. Exactly. And that is why I say, and there's plenty of like normal good people who use this browser. It's not all crazy people. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think the crazy people are the ones that are potentially more technologically savvy. And so, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, they can do some crazy stuff I'm but anyway sure. here's a few examples while we're on the topic okay. i found a couple posts and i'm just going to read there real quick so one post i found they said they were describing their experience they said quote the most disturbing site we found was a comprehensive guide for cooking women we're not talking about a short joke here what? this page had information on what body types to use for specific cuts how to prepare these cuts how to cook the girl so that she lives as long as possible. <gasps> Photos were included. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? Isn't that so gross? 
is this real? Then, um, like, I didn't write this one down, but then there was, like, another one where this guy was, like, uh, there was a German guy and he was just selling pretzels. <laughs> and it's, like, so then you have people like that. This German guy is on the dark web selling pretzels. Was there something in his pretzels? <laughs> no, it was just he made homemade pretzels and he was selling them. Oh, man. Um, here's another one. This one gave me the heebies. So I was on tour browsing the usuals. I go out for food at Five Guys. <laughs> I come back, uh, go back on tour, and I find a photo of me eating at Five Guys. <gasps> oh, that! Oh, that's some creepy stuff oh, right there. <laughs> I know, but like, oh, that's exactly what I imagined the dark web to have been. Mm. Like, it's it's only validating my original thoughts of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, couple, two more for you. So, a website advertising a hitman. His services costing increasingly more bitcoins based on the type of target. I don't remember the exact amounts, but the order went something like this. From least costly to greatest cost. Civilians, police, politicians, and children. Oh. So it's like, yeah, I'll do it, but it's going to cost you more. Oh, my god! If you want me to take out a kid. No. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Oh, I hate this. Okay, last one. So it was my third time on the deep web and I was just looking around at sites. I found this one guy's homepage on the sidebar. I saw a link that said, for journalists and people new to the deep web. I clicked on it hoping that it was interesting and helpful information. A new page opened and a picture started to load. Mm -hmm. Thank God for my slow internet because all that loaded was the head of an old Asian man with blood on his chin. I quickly closed the tab before the rest of the image loaded. To this day, I wonder what the whole picture was, but at the same time, I'm thankful I did not see. Mm. So on that note, stay safe out there on the old internet. (laughs) (laughs) And if you do decide to go on the dark web, please, please be sure to share your freaky stories with us. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would... If there's anybody listening that has ever experienced anything crazy, I would love to hear that. Love. Please send I mean, them as in. As long as it's yes. nothing illegal. I don't want to hear that you're like out there kidnapping babies and selling them for food or something. But I yeah. mean. <laughs> but if you are doing it, feel free to tell us the story, but just say it's your cousin Jim <laughs> or someone other than you. It's so crazy. It's It's terrifying and fascinating at the same time that this exists. Yes. I just like have this image of going to the dark web because I'm still partly like, should I just try it? (laughs) But I have this idea of going on it and just someone watching me. Like I can't get that image out of my head of someone like watching me through my hacking in immediately and just watching me from my computer the whole time. Like I, I, that's my idea. Well, like the guy at the five guys, how did they get Mm -hmm. his image? Like where did that come from? Don't know. It's crazy. That's so scary. I think sometimes yeah. there's things that are better left unknown. I, I don't know. I'm fine with not what... knowing. <laughs> we'll stay on Google. That's where we belong. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe head on over to DuckDuckGo or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it sounds cute. <laughs> Thank you for enlightening us. Um, that was disturbing. Uh as usual That's what i'm here for. yeah but i i really enjoyed that and i learned something so thank you yeah you're welcome <laughs> 
So we've done a few things before we head out here for the day, but um, we've done a couple podcasts now where we've talked about future events that have that'll happen. And I yes. honestly forgot to keep track. Did you? Did you ever go back I and look? Do. And there was oh my gosh, where did I put my calendar? <laughs> Let's see here. So I believe we started it in October. So in October, uh, sometime in October, a wave was going to hit San Andreas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did that happen? <laughs> no, I don't think okay. so. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm out of the loop. <laughs> Did California um, get wiped out? I really don't know. I mean, actually, I don't know. they could have. They have had a lot of um, rain and flooding, I think, going on lately. But I don't know if there was a wave. We'll give it to them. That one is a, that's a check. Um, on November 1st, alien documents were supposed to be released. Um, uh, was that, I mean, I know there's been a lot of stuff that have been going on with UFOs and stuff. It's true. We've seen a lot of stuff. So maybe, maybe we got two checks. <laughs> on November 14th, uh, 10 humans were supposed to get superpowers. Okay. Don't know about if that. you're out there. But if you're one I'm of those 10, yeah. Let us know. I would love uh, to talk with that person. If you're one of those 10, please contact us. We will have you on our podcast. So, yeah. Uh, in December, two things. Uh, Biden was supposed to get sick on December 22nd. Hmm. Which I don't know if that happened. He's an old man. He's probably yeah, sick Yeah, we can time. count that one. I mean, he might be sick all the time, so why not? He might be sick, yeah. So we're not doing too bad. <laughs> and then... Um, And then sometime in December, unknown, we were supposed to find a dragon. Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, another world was supposed to be found January 13th. That just Uh, passed. So I don't. That just passed. Yeah, I don't know if we did that. I think we found a black hole. Oh, 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 oh. Well, this is from two weeks ago. It says Marge, the missing water dragon found after two months. Does that count? That counts for me. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't say what kind of dragon. They just said find a dragon. Counts for me. And then the last thing we've got up in 2025, the first purge. Okay, so so that's two years from now. All right. There's a man by the name of Paul... I don't I, I'm sorry I hate it when I can't pronounce somebody's last name it looks yeah. like fairy or fairer or something like that anyway he is a researcher and instructor at the University of Calvary and he compi- compiled newspaper clippings from the year 1923 um, that have gone viral on Twitter and they are clippings from what experts at that time believed that the year 2023 would look like. What? So 100 no. years in the future. So let's see if they got any of them right. <laughs> wait, wait. And it's for this year that we're in? Well, it's for 2023. No. This, These were per- actual newspaper clippings oh. from 1923. And they these are what they predicted that this year would look like. That what okay. we're seeing now is what would look like. So here's the first one. This guy, um, he says, Dr. Charles P. Steinmez, the electrical expert, he believes that the time is coming when there will be no long drudgery and that people will toil 
not more than four days or four hours a day owing to the work of electricity. So he believes that we won't have to work as hard in the year 2023. And he visualized an amazing transformation in life in 2023. Every city will be a spotless town that is Mm. to be the work of electricity also. So he believed that electricity was going to take off and that every town would be completely spotless because of it. He's really putting a lot of weight into this electricity thing. <laughs> it's like this new idea for them and they're like, "Whoa, it's gonna it's like gonna make it heaven on earth." Okay. This next one, it says women will blacken their teeth and shave their heads. Oh. Uh <laughs> and the newspaper clipping reads, "Good night. It is not it is now predicted that by the year 2023, only a mere little stretch of a century ahead, Women will probably be shaving their heads, and the men will be wearing curls. Also, the maidens may pronounce it the height of style and personal primping to blacken their teeth. Won't we be pretty? Oh. Savannah News. That was from the Savannah News. So, Ew! I'm not That's sure so why would we be blackening our teeth? I'm not quite sure what that, What's the reason, the reason yeah. is behind that one. I don't know. Um, here's another one. Radio will replace gasoline. And the newspaper clipping comes from Minneapolis Journal. And it says, it is an attractive prophecy that Glenn Curtis, the airplane authority, gives of air flight. He predicts that by the year 2023, gasoline as a motive power will have been replaced by radio. And that the skies will be filled with myriad craft sailing over well-defined routes so i guess he's picturing that there's gonna be flying aircrafts i mean i i don't know there were airplanes at that time but maybe not the way there are now widespread not as accessible just like everyone hmm um all people will be beautiful that was (laughs) another one don't we wish so it says fewer doctors and present diseases unknown all people beautiful beauty (laughs) beauty contests will be unnecessary as there will be so many beautiful people that it will be almost impossible to select winners the same will apply to baby contests (laughs) you know we did just have a long pre-podcast discussion about plastic surgery exactly um so i mean depending on what your idea of beauty is yeah maybe that's it looking alien-esque as i put it (laughs) yes make your face shine like a plastic (laughs) alien Mm -hmm. um by 2023 the average lifespan of man could be increased by 100 years in individual cases, it could be increased to 150, perhaps 200 years. Wow, that's great. Yeah. That's good news. They had a lot of uh, great expectations for us, didn't they? <laughs> I know. We're beautiful. We live to be like 200 years old. I'm not even sure we... what this one is. I don't... Do you know what a kid a kidney cozy is? Well, I know what a cozy is on like a beer can. Yeah. Like those, like it keeps it cold. And then I know what a kidney is. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm just picturing Maybe this little that? fur coat wrapped around my kidney. <laughs> it, says, it says kidney cozies will be worn to protect the kidneys on chilly days. 
just the same as a teapot in the north is kept warm by a tea cozy. <laughs> Why is your kidney needing to be kept warm? <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. The U.S. will have a population of 300 million. Isn't that where we're at? Don't we have like over 300 million? Wow. 331 million. Okay. I'm going to look up 2023. The population in 1923 was 111 million, almost 112 million. So that's pretty good. Wow. That is really good. Came up a long way. (laughs) This one's kind of funny. Um, Utensils will be made of pulp. It says utensils and dwellings will be manufactured largely of pulps and cements so as to utilize vegetation and stone in every stage of decay, ordinary waste, or unfitness. <laughs> what? I guess they imagined that our forks and stuff would just be dissolvable. I We would... I don't know. I, I have no What idea. an odd prediction. He's like <laughs> getting really high coming up with these thoughts. <laughs> like that'd be so cool. Oh man. Newspapers will have been out of business for over 50 years. That was another one. Well, I mean, yeah, coming. I mean, that's not far from it. the truth. People still use the newspaper, but that's, I would say that's more of like our parents age that still uses likes the newspapers yes. or once they're gone that's it yeah exactly yeah um private kitchens will disappear it says tomorrow's okay. <laughs> tomorrow's food will be seasoned and prepared by chemical formulas which will preserve the freshness of fruits and meats wow that's actually spot on that's pretty rid true. Rid them yeah. of indigestible qualities and send them to the table ready to use. Instead of sauces that merely cozen the palate, we shall have delectable blends of concentrated vitamins, calories, ferments, and tissue tonics. <laughs> wow. Um, cancer. That sounds about right. Cancer will be eradicated. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, war will be wireless and we might have telepathy. That's an interesting Well, I one. don't know about the telepathy, but war is wireless yes, now. Yes, that is, is yeah. definitely... It's cyber. True. Cyber war. And if you're telepathic, please, again, let us know. We'd love to speak with yeah. you. One of those 10 humans. You guys should have just found out pretty recently. <laughs> so. um, and the last one here is people will communicate using watch size radio telephones. Which is the Apple Watch. Yes. Yeah. So that's... So that one's spot on. So I wanted to ask you, what do you think 100 years from now? I'll give you, tell you what I think. What do you oh. think 2000, 2,123 will look like? It's weird to even be asked this question. And what's weird about it is I've never actually ever pondered that. Um, <laughs> do you want me to give you my thoughts? Oh my gosh. Yes, please. Do you remember the movie Wally? Wally. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and everyone's super overweight and they're in this ship because we all messed up planet Earth. Oh yeah. That is my envisionment of humanity in a hundred years from now, where we're floating around in these like little hovercraft pods, being served like um out of t- in tubes any food we can imagine. We aren't walking anymore. <laughs> and then in Wally, they have screens in front of their faces. 
But instead, it'll be like VR for us. It'll we're just gonna live in a virtual reality world, is mm-hmm. what I imagine it to look like. I totally agree with you on that. I I almost feel like people are too vain though to like go full Wally, like where they just like get rolled around. Um, but I do think it's like Ready Player One. But if everybody or... is living in a virtual reality and you don't, if maybe maybe there's no face to face contact at all anymore, and everybody has like like Ready Player One, like nobody, everybody has their food like brought to them and whatever it need be. Like he did the guy and the main guy, um, yeah. he would order his food and it would be sent to him, and he never even had to see a single person. So maybe it's like that, and we just are living in this virtual reality world. That's kind of... I'm open to it. I do. I definitely... I I think that we are 100% aligned on it definitely being VR. We're headed in that direction, for sure. Uh Uh-huh. Definitely. Sadly. I mean, I don't agree with it. I like VR. We have VR. But would I want to live in VR? No. I like... I enjoy real human beings. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) oh it's freaky to think about (laughs) yeah did you have any other thoughts you wanted to add to what you feel the future will hold in a hundred years or um no i think i don't know i feel like the planet is gonna be we're gonna use up all the resources Mm. so i that's why i feel like being overweight is (laughs) like i don't think that i i I, like i just don't think we're gonna have the resources to be overweight i think everyone's gonna be eating like goo from a tube okay but (laughs) It's good flavored goo, and in your VR world, it looks like yeah. you're eating a steak. Yeah, but you're not. It's just like goo of like the nutrients you need just to stay alive. Yeah, like Sword Art Online, because... they're hooked up to. Well, Sword Art yes. Online, they have no choice because they're kind of trapped in the VR world, but oh. they are hooked up and being fed through a tube food to keep their actual body alive yes that's exactly that's what i'm thinking i think it's more like that and like i also think that because we don't we're not moving our body so we don't have no muscles as a part of our yes we're like skeletal almost it's that's exactly what sort of line was like oh still one of my favorites i love that show (laughs) so that's our future folks if you have any thoughts on what our future telepathic or have a superhuman power that we don't know about then please please contact us we'd love to have you as a guest yes and leave us a review on spotify apple podcasts and we thank you so much for listening i am chris and i'm liz later pod people bye